Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not fine. It's nothing, okay? This is how I got COVID the first Welcome time. Welcome back to The Cousin. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> the Trader Podcast. <laughs> Why are you clipping the mic out here? Because I got hyped. And you told me to turn it up the gain. No, no, no. Keep it up. Why'd you turn it down? Because you just clipped the mic. But now look how quiet my voice is. Yeah, because you, you literally just made your voice quieter. No, I didn't. Okay, shut up. What are you talking about? Okay. We, oh, we also found out yesterday that I don't know how to whisper. You just yesterday? Okay, whatever. Like, like <laughs> it, it was apparent that like even when I was trying to not whisper, or when I was trying to whisper, I couldn't whisper. Let me tell you guys a story while Amir drinks his coffee. Okay, welcome back to the podcast, guys. It's great to see you. Hope you're all having a great week so far. Uh, as kids, it was known that Amir struggled in the whispering department. Um, mm. And when I Especially say he when struggled, it really, yeah, really mattered. <laughs> like we would be somewhere. And Amir maybe wouldn't recognize somebody. And like normally you would like, you know, tell your, your other cousins, you know, you'd be like, yo, like, who's that? You know, you'd whisper ASMR action. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'd like whisper it so that the person, only the person next to you could hear. But you know what Amir would do? Hey guys, who's that? Oh my God. <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> like some gremlin voice. That came out wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That was the worst whisper I've ever that heard. Was, that literally sounds like a horror. Like Yeah, that sounded like, you know, the <laughs> snake from Harry Potter when you're speaking the snake language. <laughs> yeah, remember how Harry Potter would speak to the snake it's in that secret language? secret talent. Yeah. What was it called again, that language? It was called... Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, shoot. Um, oh, my God. My, um, I don't all even all know. the Harry Potter nerds out there are going to hate me for this. I, I don't even know what to Google. What was the language that Harry Potter spoke to snakes? It was a snake language or like, shoot. I should know this. Hold on S- a slither tongue. Sl- slither, slither tongue? Silver tongue? Slither tongue. It had something tongue in the name. Oh, my God. All it's the parcel tongue. Parcel tongue. I got the first one. Okay. I, got I didn't the, know I got that. the second word. I mean, I actually, I did. I literally never have heard of that. You in my watched life. Harry Potter. Didn't I, you? I watched every single one, but I've never heard of parcel tongue before. You know what? How do you? 
you guys don't pay attention also they don't pay attention to movies like yesterday i found out okay i also found out how uncultured they are none of them knew what uh uh the movie everything everywhere all at once was i've heard like of they, it i've heard did of you it. hear about yeah, it i have prime for me no i have prime oh, okay so you saw it on there yeah, yeah yeah and i think it was like on my watch list i just forgot about it well, clearly you guys weren't interested because like, okay, uh, uh, or no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up, wait, 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 okay, I put on the movie and like, like a lot of stuff, like there's a lot of plot going on, like you stuff you have to pay attention to to understand what's going on. When I look over, all I see is these girls on their phones, just like uh, tapping away. First of all, yes. in, in my defense, what? Okay. I thought you put on the movie as background noise because we were about to start playing games because we were starting to play games. We were eating. Was that when we were eating? Yeah. We no, started eating and then we were waiting for like a couple of people. So we're like, you know what? Let's watch a movie in the meantime. Or at least I kind of just well, put it on you guys. You were watching something else when I came over. You're watching some other random show. Um, yeah, you're watching like Shit's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. But like that was more of just like Nabat showing us what what it was. Like I already oh. watched like the first seven episodes, but she was showing it to everyone else because like apparently got a, well, it did get a lot of awards and like oh, it Academy. was like a real breakout show, especially for a Canadian show. Hasn't it been out for a while? They just now started winning awards? Well, it's, it became big because it went on to Netflix. Like oh. if it was a Canadian show to begin with, so it was only showing in Canadian television channels, but like Canada has such a small population alone, like it's hard to get a big audience in Canada mm-hmm. for or uh, for even a good show. Mm-hmm. So once they put it on Netflix, that's when other people found out about it, and it like just blew up from there. And they started winning awards everywhere for it because it is a funny show. I watched it. Yeah, like it's not it's not like everybody's humor. It's, yeah, yeah, but um, it does have a very like eh, not office vibe. I was about to say it has a very office vibe. No. Yeah, you know you know what show you do have to watch? What Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is basically like the office with black people. What's that on? Um, I don't know. I just bootleg it, man. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. 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 No, no. I don't bootleg it. Okay. Because we don't do that. That's a crime. I go on That's Disney Plus. That's a bold face lie. I go on Disney Plus where I oh, legally where per, uh, partake in watching the show over there. <laughs> if you, you fully have a Disney Plus account. Yeah. Why, that's, why why I, that's where I watch it. I just told you I don't legally watch illegal. I don't illegally watch anything. I don't illegally download anything. That's a crime. I watch it on Disney Plus. That's a lie, but okay. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, uh, I, what I. What's popcorn time then? I don't. I don't know what popcorn time is. Oh, what are really? you talking about? Oh. Yeah, I never heard about that. Okay. 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 But I clearly I watch it on Disney Plus. Okay. I'm not joking. Okay, I actually do watch it on Disney Plus. Okay, but you know what popcorn time is. I don't know. What I, about. You literally told me about it. <laughs> I, I don't. Guy, I. I the fifth you have the worst <laughs> worst poker face in the world <laughs> if well, we if ever they can't hear it okay if we were ever confused of um confused <laughs> accused of a crime yeah my only ask no, of no, you, no no i feel like i would be like no 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 if we were ever accused yeah like partners in crime like truly we did something wrong yeah my only ask is just don't say anything don't even don't just zone out just I'm, go somewhere else <laughs> i'm a pretty good like I have a pretty good fo- poker face when it matters. Okay, this is just a regular conversation. That is not true. Yeah, and I'm pretty I, good. Li- I was about to say I'm a pretty good liar. But I'm not. No, you're know. not. I suck at lying. What are you talking about? You are the worst liar. First of all, what? Okay, and this ties into. No, I just make y'all think I'm a really bad liar. No, you actually are though. I don't know what you're talking about. And no, but isn't that like the ultimate thing where like you're such a good liar that like you make people think that you're a bad liar so that it further like helps your case I, when you I actually know what are you're trying lying. to do you're trying to use reverse psychology on me 
but I'm the queen of reverse psychology. Okay. okay. At the end, I, you know, at the end of the day, it just makes me a really bad liar. It means that I'm a very truthful person because, you know. I, I, I too am a bad liar because yeah. I'm a truthful person. Like I, it's not even that I'm, I'm bad at lying. Mm-hmm. I just forget the lie. Like I've tried it before. I've been like, oh yeah, I was sick. Then I come back to whatever it was. Oh, how are you feeling? I'm like, fine. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. Oh. I'm supposed to be sick. Caught in a lie. Exactly. So See, I that's just, why I've never taken a sick day because I just can't lie about it because I'm such a good person. No, I mean, you don't have to always, t- don't just take a personal day. I've never taken a personal day. Have you ever taken a personal day? Like, I don't think so. Well, we have they're they're called personal days. So you like you don't have to say, "Oh, I'm not feeling the best." You can just well, you don't hey. have to say that anyways. Okay, if you're sick too. No, you just tell them that you're sick. You can tell them you're sick, but they don't have to ask. They can't ask further legally in Ontario. No, oh yeah, no, we don't like. Okay, so yeah, um, where I work, like yeah. when people tell us that they're sick, they just send us an email in the morning, and we say, "Okay, thanks for letting us know. Feel better. See you tomorrow. See you in the whatever day that you come back." That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, no, we never ask details. I think they they only ask if you're gone for like an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. It depends on how big your office is too. Uh, yeah. Oh shoot! I told you. I told. By the end of this episode, I'm gonna spill this coffee. <laughs> My heart just stopped because it looked like it was about to spill, mm-hmm. and then we would go right up on the system. We too. would it break? If subtle drop. Uh, nah. Uh, actually, yeah, because it has like sugar and stuff in it too. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Oh. Yeah. By the way, I think I scared a girl out of the gym the other day. Also, you you didn't contribute to the positive and healthy gym. Culture. No, 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 no. I was doing that, mm. and like, okay, just to tell you a story, whatever. So I I was in the gym. It was a busy day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in there, and um, I was trying to do like, do you know, uh, chest flies or pec flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the cable ones were taken up. Usually, I'll go to those ones, but then I was like, hey, you know, I'll go to the machines. There's like three of those. So I went to the pec fly area. Even those were all taken up. So um, I sat down across from it waiting. And first off, okay, I know how awkward it is. I sat down. Like there's basically like the aisle in the middle. On one side, there's a pec fly machine. On the other side, there's a like a chest press machine. I sat down on the press chest press machine facing the cable flies just waiting for this girl to finish. Did you sit with your arms crossed? Uh, no, no. I just sat there like not trying to look at her. Oh, like in a way to make it look like I'm waiting for it. Because, you know, you don't want to be intimidating, right? And she looked kind of new or whatever. Okay, I'm not going to say she's looking at me. I'm not here to judge. But You're absolutely judging. Okay, okay let's finish the story. But so it looked like she was kind of like struggling a bit. Like it looked like she didn't like her seat wasn't set up properly. She was like moving in a way where she looked like she was struggling and like could eventually lead to like injury. Mm. So like, you know, I did the how how would you feel someone did i got up and i was like hey uh, it looks like you might need some tips here or whatever at first she thought i think she had headphones in. She, at first she thought i was saying how many sets do you have left it's like uh. oh i have one more thing and then she like tried to go back to it i was like oh, oh no 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 i mean i mean like i can help you do this better all you have to do is put your seat up or whatever mm-hmm. and she's awkwardly she's like oh okay and then she like put up her seat and she um. and she like sat back down and she did her one more set Okay, this is how, this is where it could look kind of weird. I still sat across from her and I was looking at her, like making that face where you're like agreeing, like "Oh, that's good," but like eyes wide open. Why so maybe, would you do that? <laughs> so maybe that just kind of threw her off. And then as she finished her her set, she's like, "Okay, you can take it now." And then I got up. I was like, "Oh, thank you. You know, if you ever need anything else, just let me know." That kind of thing. And she walked away. Mm-hmm. And I started doing using machine. Mm-hmm. Why do I see this girl put on all her clothes? and walk out of the gym well, maybe, immediately after maybe that she was done. but like i i for some reason i thought like oh shoot I, I scared this girl away like she literally got up put on all the stuff she had she had like a jacket and stuff on the side and walked out immediately after that and for some reason in my brain i was like i scared her away i i i don't know what i did wrong here but apparently like you can't even no i think um maybe she's just never been helped before so you probably caught her off guard but then yeah like, the fact that you kind of just sat there and you're like yeah it was like i just realized after, <laughs> did you give after her a the thumbs fact up? huh did you give her a thumbs up no no i didn't do the so thumbs you just up sat thing. there like this not like the whole time okay <laughs> like that's a little creepy at the end i was like okay this is kind of creepy so i'm sorry to whoever that was but like you would probably want someone to if you were doing using machine mm-hmm. and you didn't know how to use it wouldn't you want someone with most more experience like coming out and telling you how to use it properly yeah, but I think it just depends on how you like. If you just come out, like, like literally, just walk up to her, like, "Hey, you're using that wrong." I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. But if you're like, "Oh, hey," like, 
actually, you know, if you if you make your chair like this, you'll actually have a better set. Yeah, like the exact thing I probably said now that I'm remembering it is like <laughs> I literally just walked up and said, hey, if you just put up the seat a little bit higher, you can get like a better angle. So you're actually uh, working your chest instead of your your shoulders to and it may cause injury or whatever like that. Like okay, something like that. I don't think there's anything wrong That's with that. That's fine, right? Maybe she's just like has social anxiety or something. Yeah. Like and, and she, she had headphones on, right? Uh, I think she had earphones in. Okay, maybe yeah. she like didn't want to talk to anyone, just wanted to do her set and yeah. then leave. Then you spoke to her and she was probably like, damn it. Yeah. Final fix the chair because he's watching me. Know, and then, I'm just going to do it for guys for now. <laughs> I just feel awful. No, I think it's fine. Like I've seen like on gym TikTok or gym talk, whatever yeah. the hell it's called, like um, girls and guys talk about how to approach. You're hot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Keep going. Why Why you? Because you... I can't feel my toes already. So now I'm really going to freeze. Really? Yeah, I'm cold. You it's okay. Should... I'll tell you when I'm freezing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I've seen videos where they give tips on like how to approach people at the gym, not mm-hmm. to like pick them up, but like to offer support and yeah. help on how to use things. I think that your approach was fine. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. Sitting across the from her? We, yeah. It was only the only thing that made me think about it longer was the fact that she left immediately. I was like, okay. She honestly, she could have just. Yeah. Been she could have just been finished after yeah. that. Yeah. But would she? Would, would she though? I think if she left and like kind of gave you a dirty look while walking out, she, yeah. you absolutely pissed her off and scared her. No, 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 no. Yeah, if like she that. walked out while giving you a dirty well, look. Well, I mean, like, it, w- it wasn't like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then you're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you see her again at the gym and she does one of these, like yeah. she does one of those, then you. <laughs> <laughs> then I know I've done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back. We were talking about the everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. And then I also found out that these guys don't even know, like, basic, like, cultural it's not ic- cult- icon, not icons, but like, like cultural references that everyone should know like what like when i taught when i said when i mentioned 1984 it's not my fault that my school chose to not include but like in our curriculum. how have you never heard of 1984 like I people reference it. it so much especially these days who references it you don't know okay like give me one example because i honestly have like never you, heard of have it. you heard of big brother yeah like not the show but like no i know but actually, I think the idea or the show Big Brother is based on the is kind of based off of 1984 because like in 1984, they have like these TVs that can see and hear you at all times in your house or whatever. Yeah, basically, it's like Big Brother. And like they tell you to do like exercise every once in a while, like they tell you to do certain things. Mm-hmm. But like nowadays, it's referenced a lot because like, honestly, a lot of people who are referencing it are actually misinterpreting or misunderstanding the idea behind 1984 or is it the 5g like anti-5g people yeah like like those type like trump supporters and like and 5g well, that's why a lot of the conspiracy it. people are always saying like oh this is like very 1984 ish where like they're saying that's why then because huh? I, I i don't listen to like I, I literally don't have any content or listen to or pay attention to trump supporters anything about conspiracy like some yeah. conspiracy theory theory theories yeah <laughs> oh my god i can't talk but like it, it, it also like um just to give an example of why or how they're misinterpreting it like 1984 is basically about like how capitalists have like taken over the world mm-hmm. and are like controlling every aspect of these people's lives mm. um there's also a few other things that come into it but like the funny thing is that a lot of trump supporters may mention this or people who are into conspiracies but like one one aspect or one term that's used in 1984 is called double think which is double think is basically like where you can be convinced of uh another reality 
like let's say you know there's a fact like you see something happens there's a factually this thing happened it's where someone can like say no this thing didn't happen this way it happened in a different way and like they skew reality in a way and people are convinced that uh what actually happened didn't happen and what they said happened is what actually happened does that make sense it's really hard to explain i'm not the best at explaining things like this i'm still trying to get better at it i think i get but like essentially they're instead of you thinking for yourself like they're making you um they're telling you what to think Mm. yeah and that that's influencing your influencing your thought process and they're they're taking it over completely basically like uh an example i mean that's not a lie huh that's kind of happening yeah so but to give you an example like I don't want to get political again because I know people hate it when we get political. But like, let's say Trump is the best example of this because he's actually, ironically, he's a capitalist who mm. ended up becoming like the leader of mm. America. Um, so he came out with the term. He's the one who popularized the term uh, fake news, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, there was a lot of times where the facts would be skewed and it would be presented in a different way. So you can kind of give it that term of fake news. But like, he's the one who popularized it. Because what he would do is he would basically say something. And then a few months later, when people say like, oh, you said this, he's like, no, I didn't actually say this. This is what I said or whatever. And all the people who supported him wouldn't just go back when you you clearly just go back and look at what he actually said and realize that he's lying. Mm-hmm. But they would just take him as his word. So he was basically teaching his audience or his followers to perform double think in a way. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Manipulation. Well, yeah, that's what it is. Like it's straight up, like it's gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> like if you tell me, okay, we actually had this conversation before. Did we about your laptop? <laughs> what? Remember about your laptop right before we started recording? But I wasn't gaslighting. You no, literally no, no. didn't but, remember it. Okay. But we were okay. Maybe I was gaslighting you a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You were the one gaslighting me. Exactly. I actually wasn't because I genuinely yeah believed that you had an, a, a navy blue HP laptop yeah that you've used here that we nah. used to record on. You know what it was? You know what you're probably thinking of? There's a laptop like downstairs. We've, we've never used it, but it's just been sitting there. Is it navy it, blue? It's navy blue, but we've never used it. So I don't know like how your mind connected that. <laughs> like I'm, Maybe I'm, you saw I'm it at the corner of your eye at some point. I'm envisioning it. Like I, I literally could see it in my memory. That's why I'm like, this has to be new. I've never seen this nah. here. I still can't believe you don't think that this is a laptop we've been using. Guys, just to give you context, I've been using the same laptop to record everything for like since we've started recording i didn't even know you had a thinkpad it's always been a thinkpad no i swear amir like i i wish i was making i'm not even trying to be funny mm-hmm. i had I, I think i had a dell a that's ago, what it is but it wasn't navy blue what color was it black it was, it was the exact same it looked exactly like this but it was your work computer it was black yeah that's what i'm thinking of whatever it's not navy blue it's black same thing but it looked exactly the same but it's a dell not a lenovo yeah that's what it was. You just got this recently, No, right? I've had this. But this, that's the thing. I've been using this. I can literally show you from the save files. It goes back like 40 episodes. What? Or like 30 episodes or whatever. It goes Amir, back a while. I could almost say the W word. No. Nah. Today's my first day ever noticing. Oh, my God. See, guys? This is why I do the editing. And the swear. thumbnails and everything. Because I can't even remember which laptop we've been using. I'm just, I'm blown away. <laughs> Truly blown away. Shoot, now I forget what I was saying. You were talking about... Uh, Oh, yeah, how the nineteen eighty four, but yeah, I don't know. I just the double think piece. Yeah. Okay. I got I got through that, but um, it was just crazy how, in a time where, this book is probably the most relevant, that like there's still people who have never heard of it. 
Yeah, I never and that's read kind it of concerning because, like, you know how they say like learn from your history or like history like, repeats itself. You mean? You, yeah, but you, yeah, exactly. Like learn from your history so you don't repeat it. Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, though this isn't technically our history, I feel like it's a good. It was a good warning, or like it's something to be aware of. And in 1984 is kind of something that kind of the book itself can is is almost it almost felt like it was a warning of how things could turn out if we don't uh when did that book come out pay attention i actually don't know i 1984 george orwell right (laughs) yeah george orwell whoa what 1949 oh okay yeah that kind of makes sense then wow because he was probably thinking of the future at his time Mm -hmm. yeah so um but why 1984 like that's such a specific year that's like when people used to make books of like the 2000s yeah but it would just be like the 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 whole like just the 2000s they wouldn't be like 2013 like yeah so it's like it sticks out in your mind right like 19 if it was just like 2000 it could it could fall in line with like a bunch of other things that mentioned 2000 but 1984 is so specific that it like maybe catches your eye mm-hmm. and the name of the book is 1984 so or there was probably some significance to him for that um can we continue our conversation what okay basically this is what we we're talking about amir was saying like if mm-hmm. you quit your day job mm-hmm. and you fully devoted like your free time well, all of your time, really, yeah. to this channel that it would, like, grow exponentially. Yeah. So then I was thinking, like, my, my thought process to that was, like, okay, if we we both quit our jobs and we just, like, put in all of our time into this podcast and it grew, it, it I feel like it would... It wouldn't be the podcast, though. Uh, okay, the channel, the channel, mm-hmm. the, the whole, yeah. whatever, the Cousin Connection brand. Um, I feel like it would then move away from something that we started strictly because we enjoyed it mm-hmm. to now just being another job like it's just another we're doing it because we want to make money and that's what we're doing with our day jobs like you're yeah you may enjoy it here and there but like ultimately what keeps us going waking up in the morning and going to work every day is you get a paycheck like if we really simplify it um i think people who say like oh i i love what i do every single day and it's no longer work for me that's a bold face lie because Let's be real. If if we all had the option of just ha- like if money was not a thing, mm-hmm. like if it wasn't an actual concept yeah. where we had to work to make money, I don't think people would be working. Uh, no, it depends on who you are. And like, what do you mean? A good example is recently, do you know Mr. Beast? I've mentioned mm-hmm. him before. He had a podcast recently with Lex Friedman, who is another podcaster. He's also um, a computer scientist. He works at MIT. Wow. He, he he like but he, he has he does a lot with like technology in general mm-hmm. uh he had him on the podcast and a lot of it was about like what drives him mr and, like, beast yeah mr oh. beast and he said like even if i wasn't even like he he for him it's not about the money because literally and he and he's proven that by reinvesting literally everything he makes mm-hmm. into his channel i for think he's him, an exception to the rule yeah but that's why i would say like there's always going to be people out there who find their love is like building something and putting together something like he, like he said himself he loves building companies and like um um growing them mm. and like finding ways to grow them and exp- not exponentially but like over year over year so that's what he loves to do which is why he's invested so much into his channel because he just loves seeing that number go up and up mm-hmm. and for him he said it's not about the numbers but it's just the fact he he, he likes seeing it overall grow so there are always going to be people like that who are just driven to be entrepreneurs 
No, yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about the that aspect of it, yeah. but I'm saying like like for example, let's just use like someone who starts youtube for whatever their channel could be about anything yeah they start their channel and and let's say they started back in the in the early 2000s or the late like late 2000s yeah. before the 2010s they started it strictly because they enjoyed it like like you know your game channel that you had mm-hmm. you just did it because you you watch that kind of content so you're like oh i could do this yeah. I, I play games why not right and you started it for fun yeah but then you start to make a little like not you specifically but let's say like then the person starts to make a little bit of money and they're like oh i can get paid for this Mm -hmm. okay let me continue to go it's still fun and now you're getting paid so it's all exciting and you're like oh i'm making Mm -hmm. money and and then it's like now you have for example like different companies reaching out to you to do brand deals Mm -hmm. and then they have you on a timeline because you have to deliver the products or the the sorry the content in a certain time frame Mm -hmm. and then it's like when you have one two three it's exciting until you start to hit your like 50th brand deal Mm -hmm. and now it's just another job like it's literally just another job well the thing is is that the people that i follow Mm -hmm. who have lasted the longest Mm -hmm. have always put their love for making the content before all of that like they will they will purposely make less money to be able to continue to love what they're doing so like they don't want if they feel like they're being constrained to all of these deals, mm-hmm. they'll stop taking the deals mm-hmm. and continue doing because no matter what, you're still gonna get money from your views and all that kind of stuff. So and and also there are people who just love the process of it too. Like I love editing and like mm-hmm. making things in general. Yeah. So if you could, if you love the process in itself, mm-hmm. then e- whether you make money or not, you're still gonna do it. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's like. Like, like, for example, the way that I'm the way that I'm like thinking about it is like even when I think about our channel and, and the potential that it has, mm-hmm. I, I always sit back and I'm like, OK, I don't ever want to like think of this channel and then like r- not resent it per se. But mm-hmm. like, I don't want to sit here and be like, Ugh, like I, have to, I don't want it to feel like a chore. Yeah. Like I genuinely enjoy this whether we make money or not like Mm -hmm. if we never make money i would still enjoy doing this if we do make money that's a bonus yeah like type of thing you know what i mean and i think maybe we have this like if you agree and you have that mentality too it might be because we already have jobs Mm -hmm. but if it was like we were dependent on this i think we would have a different drive and motivation you think um yeah but if i ever felt that way i feel like i would find a way to get rid of that feeling like maybe start to diversify like mm. find other streams of income that can uh, let me continue doing what I love while also like keep it as not, a hobby rather than a job. Yeah. And mm. not have to worry about like if I stop this now, like I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. Which is what a lot of YouTubers do. Right. Like what they'll do is like give you an example of PewDiePie because yeah. I'm just giving examples of people that I personally follow all the time. Right. So like he started a clothing brand with his wife um, and he didn't make it off of his he didn't make it like where it's his branding and everything he made it so unique that like or not so independent of his YouTube yeah he made it he made independent of his youtube brand and he actually made it good like he he looked into the good quality he got a really good artist to like make the designs and everything like that so that became successful on its own so he doesn't have to uh, so if he like even his channel if he stopped making YouTube videos which he sort of did like he he's retired at this point he even mentioned himself like I'm retired mm-hmm. he still makes videos but mm-hmm. he does it out of the love so he's mm-hmm. an example of someone who still does YouTube videos or and 
but he does it more for out of the love because he took that initial bump he got from mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. and diversified his income so he can continue to do YouTube yeah. for the love of it. So, okay. Because, uh, yeah. And I and I think if we were to ever follow a, a similar, like mm-hmm. a, an approach of someone, it would yeah. probably be that. Yeah. Um, because I also see, especially like on TikTok mm-hmm. or whatever whatever social media platform that people are on yeah um they'll they'll start posting content and they get traction and they get um, a lot of followers and and deals Mm -hmm. and deals after deals after deals and then what uh, like uh, how many times have you seen this where people experience like severe burnout and then Mm -hmm. they they take a break because their mental health is now suffering because they were so hyper focused on pumping out content nonstop because their end goal was obviously the paycheck Mm -hmm. um then they they I don't think I don't even think their end goal. It wasn't at first. I think it shifts off halfway. It may not even be that. It might be like they're just caught up in the in the hype, or if that makes sense. Like what where things mean? just start like building up. You get a manager, and your manager starts telling you what to do, and you yeah. feel like you kind of have to do it because then you get people who are dependent on you. Yeah, because you start hiring other people, and you're yeah, like, yeah. if I if I stop, then they lose out on money too. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're obligated to do this so that everybody else can eat as well. So that's scary. Of course, that's like when you're really big. Yeah. Um, But things can, as you've seen these days, like on the internet, things can explode within months for certain certain people. Mm -hmm. Like you can go from making videos in your bedroom to running like a 10 person (laughs) team. uh, team. Mm -hmm. So within the span of months, literally, like I've seen this how many times happen now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people can just get caught up in it. And they don't realize it until they're like three months later. They experience the burnout and they're like, I have to take a break. And like, yeah, you know, the fact that if you're in a position where you need to take a mental health break from your job and you can't because you're no longer a per- like you're not seen as a person anymore. You mm-hmm. are a company. Yeah. You are an organization that has to keep going regardless of what happens in your life. Mm-hmm. That's a scary place to be in. Yeah, and it, it depend. It takes a special kind of person to be able to be in all that mm-hmm. and like still, they they thrive off of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I feel like Kevin Hart's like an example of that. Like Kevin Hart just loves working like that as well. Mr. Beast, like I mentioned, um, but of course you said there was a special cases, right? Yeah, I feel like I could be like that. I don't know. I get. I get. I get obsessed with the process of things, you do. as you know. Yeah, but like, you're very type A. I feel like. What is that again? Like I know you've mentioned this literally like I, three, I expi- four times. I know I explain this to you every single time. Yeah, I always forget. <laughs> it's like when you're very like very very particular yeah. on how th- it's like I don't want to say OCD, mm-hmm. but like you're just very particular in how things are, and, yeah. and it's like it has to be in a set way. Yeah. But I also feel like um, uh, parts of your personality are also type mm-hmm. B, where you're pretty like go with the flow. Like it really, it's small parts, not all of it. Most yeah. of it is like very like this is my road and I'm going to go on this road only. Sometimes you allow for detours. Yeah, you know, we're all multifaceted people, man. But like for the most part, you want a straight and narrow path. Yeah, like you guys always get sick of me because like I I always get annoyed (laughs) when people can't appreciate things. Like even if it's different and it's not for them, like just appreciating, especially when it comes to art. I know know I mentioned this before, but like like appreciating art for, for... for the, what it is for what it is and like what's been put into it and like the 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 care that's been putting into it like even if it's not for me mm. if i see that someone put care into like effort you mean an effort mm. into this 
like is just for one shot in a movie it could be a trash movie but if they take care of like how they frame their shots and everything i will appreciate it just for that but so do i huh like i'm i i wouldn't say that i have like a particular taste per yeah. se like i i want to think that i'm open-minded because mm-hmm. you show me a whole lot of stuff yeah and i sit there and like I watch. yesterday i was like <laughs> well no okay i think i think the thing with that movie in particular was that you're right it was a lot going on like there were like it was like a multi um what do you call it dimensional yeah multi-dimensional yeah. like universe type of or storyline yeah. whatever you know what i mean yeah and so it actually requires your full attention yeah because if you and it had subtitles like it was part of it was in a different language like yeah. if you look away for like two minutes mm-hmm. you miss a big like chunk of the story yeah and i think um had we actually set the atmosphere for like guys we're yeah, going yeah, to watch a movie yeah then i think everyone would have watched it for sure mm-hmm. but honestly like i it's on my watch list like i saw it and i was like oh this sounds interesting mm. and i it's there i yeah. just didn't expect to like when it's those types of complex mm-hmm. idea movies i feel like i feel like it's a really good movie for um like you and like you girls in general because no you know because it also deals with like the relationship between an immigrant mother Mm. and her daughter yeah who's like her daughter is like very westernized Mm -hmm. Uh, at least like actually that's what got me in the description was i saw that i was like ooh. oh yeah exactly i want to watch this with my mom yeah because at least that's from the reactions i've seen like a lot of daughters who have like that weird relationship with their immigrant moms where like they don't understand them because like th- they're dealing with two different cultures mm. one outside and one in the house that kind of thing so when you're dealing with that, i feel like that's you guys really connect with that yeah but that that's actually like what um mm-hmm. got my attention when because i saw the title mm-hmm. and honestly like i had no idea what it was about i read the description and i was like yeah. okay i'm gonna watch this later yeah. and then i genuinely forgot about it so when you mentioned the title i was like that sounds so familiar but i confused mm-hmm. it for um this a completely different movie which movie uh, it's it's um that that boy who has cancer or the, the girl or boy has cancer and it's one of the twins the sprouse twins dylan or cole what yeah they're in a hospital the fault in really our sad. stars no he's not even in that <laughs> i know he's not but like i thought vibes. maybe you were mixing it with no, something else no 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 <laughs> it's similar vibes to that i don't remember i don't remember. you watched Is it, was it. it new you watched it because we talked about it once we did yeah uh like a, like maybe like a i year have ago. never watched a movie with someone with cancer and like okay maybe he doesn't have cancer he has some sort of like terminal illness and then he lives in the hospital there's two of them there's a girl and a boy and then yeah. they fall in love i've never watched that movie yes you have because we like how have we, I, when have we ever talked about this i feel like we did Nah, we didn't talk about this by the way <laughs> i'll show you it once i remember what it's called yeah if you guys know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. Like, let me know, cause I I probably will know, and I'll I'll maybe I'll add it somewhere in the description, yeah. or like Amir, I'll put the title here once we remember mm-hmm. what it is. But uh, one other thing, uh, Andrew Tate was arrested, and he's now in jail. I think he's th- being held for like thirty days. That's because, it. Huh? He's only no, being he's being held in there for thirty days until, oh, and then he's going to trial. trial, whatever. Yeah, but um, he was put in there for I believe it was sex tra- trafficking, and also money laundering, and a bunch of other things um i think the main thing was actually money laundering but also sex trafficking um and i was surprised that like you guys even you know people you know women who are supportive of him and like there are still guys and i'm talking muslim women and muslim men who are in support of him i wonder what i wonder what their reactions are now with all this information coming out i want to call one of my friends out because i know he's no you can't say names yeah but you know, I, I told him, I was like, until, because he's Okay, said, if he's listening, then, so so how would you explain uh, the video that literally 
of that came out of him literally explaining how to pimp, but just through cam girls. I have a question for you. What? Because isn't that part of his whole university? No, that was different. So these the videos that recently leaked, yeah, are videos from his previous course that he had. So before he is the Andrew Tate that you know now, he was the Andrew Tate before that would that talked about the cam business. Right, but he did that through a course. Yeah, he so did he, that through a course. So those videos came out through a course, and he got rid of that course and made it came out with a new Hustlers University course. That's completely separate from that. It has no. It, it doesn't deal with the camming. It's more like uh, drop shipping and like crypto um, uh, trading and all that kind of stuff. And that's who he is now, as he was blowing up. Uh, yeah, basically. But how he made a majority of his money is through the cam business and money laundering and dr- selling drugs and all that stuff. I'm and there really are people. There are people who thought that he made a lot of his money from fighting, but he he made I think like seventy thousand dollars in total from that. I'm just, I'm really trying to understand, like, he literally made a course on how to do illegal things. Yeah. And never got caught? Well, like, technically, the thing that he was teaching them to do, um, actually, no, it was illegal. It is illegal. Yeah, yeah, because, have you ever heard of, like, I think it's called, like, the, um, like, Loverboy or Romeo, uh, it's, it's, it's something like that, the term like that is related to sex trafficking where basically he'll convince a girl that he loves them uh, that he he'll convince a girl uh that yeah that he loves them and he makes them fall in love with him they say oh i'm gonna get you i'm gonna marry you he says i'm gonna marry you uh you just have to fly out to me and i have a ring ready for you or whatever and then he would do that to multiple girls he'll fly them out to him and then tell them hey so i lied to you this whole time what you're actually going to be doing is this scam business and like whether and sometimes basically what would happen is that these girls already have lowest self-esteems he would maybe out of let's say he flew five girls out there this is an actual thing he flew five girls out there at the same time yeah at the same time all of them thinking that he, they're gonna get married to him and that they're his only girlfriend they don't know he flies them out there and he tells them this he like sits them all down together he's like hey guys i've been lying to you, all you guys like all of, all of you are my girlfriends uh what happened Nabat's like literally young open the door Oh, shoot. <laughs> and we're back, guys. Andrew Tate. We didn't even yeah. say that we were taking a break. Uh-huh, whatever. It's all good. But what well, I was saying, okay, so he flew out the girls mm-hmm. and he sat them all down and he was able to convince after a while, like for, there was two or three girls that were like, nah, we're not having this. They left immediately. And then two of the girls, they stayed and they're like, okay, we'll try it out, whatever. And then after a couple of weeks, one of the girls left because she's like, I can't do this. And then he, he was left with one. And then he kind of like started his his whole business from this, and I think that one that girl was maybe like the OG one, the one that was able to convince other girls to come and like stay there basically, and that's how Damn. he grew. Yeah, that's how he grew. But like he would continue doing this process, like convincing them that he loves them, say he would marry them, fly them out, and then make them work for him. When you say make them, like they're they he has their consent, right? Or is he like peer pressuring them? Uh, it's all through false pretenses. So that you that's also fraud in itself, right? Oh. Because he would say he would he would convince them that he loves them and, and he's doing this because he wants them her to succeed as well. But he also lied and said that they would get 50-50, but he That was also another part of it. So that's mm. literal fraud where he would say, "Okay, we'll split this 50-50," but then he would actually give them 30% and lie to them and say, "Hey, there's all this tax stuff. I'll take care of all that tax stuff or whatever." <sighs> and they wouldn't realize that he, instead of they would think they were making like 
seven thousand dollars yeah but really they're making ten thousand dollars he was just pocketing three thousand dollars of it that's messed up yeah and they- he can and he admitted to this in a video so everything i'm saying here is not like like all uh um what do you call it again hearsay like he literally but that's what i'm saying said it right like he he did he say that on a podcast or was that part of his like old it was course? part of his course yeah yeah so like how did he not think like he's admitting to doing legal that's why i'm like activity. how can people even still support this guy like he's probably the worst criminal out there because he convinced he admitted to everything on because, camera because i think now and in text the reason why he may have some muslim supporters men or women is because he the fact that he no, converted no 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 no. but let me let me explain okay right because like when someone converts to islam and they weren't a muslim before it's sort of like a clean slate right like your your but sins are wiped of, but a lot of the people who who love him or follow him or are fans of him were following before he even converted to Islam. Right, but they, did they know about all of this stuff? They, didn't this stuff just now become All this leaked? stuff was like rumored from the beginning. But it was never proven. It was never proven. That's why, because, right, like... But would you support someone if they were rumored to be working... With, uh, if they were rumored to be... Um, well, I can't... Uh, not implicated, but like... Even even surrounded by like sex traffickers or not surrounded. There's a word for it, but I'm just forgetting associated it right now. Associated with associated with sex sex trafficking. It's a okay. If if they if it was someone who like I really looked up to, mm-hmm. and then this was just just a rumor. Mm-hmm. Like unless there's some sort of evidence, it's just a rumor. But you know that he had a cam business before this oh okay then it, no if they knew that like if that was something that was public yeah. knowledge and you know that he had casinos and there there's also rumors of money laundering going on and he's he's admitted to i believe some money money laundering and selling drugs beforehand so but he did he wasn't doing that like he technically wasn't doing it anymore so that's probably it's why come out that he has continued but, the money laundering but but that's the thing right like you someone could be the worst person in the world they could be a murderer in their past yeah if they don't do that anymore how are you who are we to hold their past against them and and, and, I'm, and i'm not in no way am i defending andrew tate okay mm-hmm. i'm just it's the principle yeah right like i i okay maybe not me someone could have let's not use murder okay because yeah. that's a pretty extreme one let's use Money laundering. Mm-hmm. Someone could have been a money launderer, whatever. They used to sell drugs and so they need to wash their money and so mm-hmm. they're laundering money. Okay? Yeah. Whatever the case is. If they stopped, they cleaned up their act and now they're a good Muslim brother or sister mm-hmm. and now they want to be friends with us. You're telling me you'd be like, oh, I heard you used to launder money. I don't want to be associated with you because I can't trust you. Um, If they don't denounce what they used to do, which I don't believe he ever did. But he didn't talk about it anymore, did he? He never really spoke about it like that. This, all of the stuff that came out about well, him. Well, he wouldn't yeah. speak about it because then people will start like digging into his past, and then well, what happened now will happen where yeah. he basically was arrested for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you would have to. I, I feel like you would still have to denounce it in some way and say like, "Hey, that lifestyle." But the thing is that like a lot of the tactics he used to gain these women and the way that he thought of women in general. He continued to preach this over time. So it's not like he changed as a person as well. He was still the yeah. same, like, horrible person. I, I, I'm not saying I like him. I'm not defending yeah. him. Like, I, I don't I don't really agree with a lot of his view. 
yeah. points and his opinions. But I'm just saying the reason why I think a lot of Muslim people support him is because of that mentality of like you can't hold people's past against them. Mm-hmm. You know, when you convert to Islam, like your sins are erased. You're you're a brand new person. Like mm-hmm. think good of your Muslim brothers and sisters. Like that type of vibe, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why they're choosing to turn a blind eye to a lot of those things. Now, though, when all of these things have come out about him, if he's... I mean, I don't know if he has he even has a platform anymore because he's arrested, but like, yeah. if he was able to denounce it, to say, you know what, in the past I've made mistakes, I'll make my... or I'll uh, do my time for it, whatever, mm-hmm. like, then, you know, he's denouncing it. You can't really hold him against that stuff anymore. But he hasn't done that. Yeah, because he's in jail. <laughs> huh? Well, mm-hmm. he could have done that before he went to jail. But he, the thing is, is well, like it wasn't exposed yet for him to denounce it. He would have to expose himself to be like, you know what? In the past, I used to have a course mm-hmm. that taught people how to do X, Y, Z. Then, then he'd be exposing himself. Then people would investigate, and he would have got arrested sooner, right? Like he probably, like I, I think when the opportunity presented itself where he now is arrested and now has to speak on it, mm-hmm. I'm sure when he's released from jail, he's probably going to speak on it. You don't think? Well, he's probably going to be in jail for like if he's actually. Convicted. Um, convicted. He mm. can face, I think, like 10, 20 years. 10, 20 years. Damn. Yeah. And it's not looking good. It's a sad day for the Tate community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you just have like, at this point, I feel like you have no no leg to stand on. Andrew? Yeah. No, mm. just people who support him in general. Oh. Um, Because now it's been proven like a lot of the things that he, would, he was preaching mm-hmm. were things that he used in order to um, get his do way. this sex trafficking or whatever he was taking part in. You know what I also don't understand, and I asked you this yesterday too, mm-hmm. was like, he's not even like a conventionally good-looking person. Like, I don't <laughs> find him attractive. <laughs> so like, how does he, how is he able to It's the confidence. Confidence is everything. It doesn't matter how good you look or how bad you look. If you're confident... I don't know, like lady, okay... Men and women. Can mm-hmm. you guys, whoever's listening to this, like, truly Lick, take a moment. Looks don't really matter that much a lot of times. It does to get your attention. A lot of times, looks get someone's attention. It's mm. your personality and your character that keeps people around. That gra- that that pulls them in and, like, keeps... It depends on the environment. Like, for me, if I'm in the gym... Yeah. Uh, looks won't be the first thing. But you're not at the gym looking for girls. I know, but, like, in general, like looks won't be the first thing that catch my attention it's like how confident they are in the gym like with their workouts but that's just like my gym rat coming out it's like oh like they look like they know what they're doing it's like that that would catch my attention yeah but that's at the gym like you're not at the gym 24 7 yeah like, i'm just thinking like outside of like not at the gym yeah but if you're walking down the street you're telling me you wouldn't notice like a good looking woman you would you'd notice you yeah. may not stare but you might like notice and they're like okay mm-hmm. so yeah it's i, I think but like if there is a good looking person, but then there's like a person who's like maybe not conventionally attractive, but they're um, very, I guess, confident. You, know, they can, you can just you can kind of like just feel a vibe of someone like when they're just confident or something that would probably catch my attention more. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think anyone can have confidence, right? Like Andrew Tate could uh, be. The, I mean, I mean, like confidence is not okay, maybe strictly not for a like good looking person. It's not strictly for good-looking people, mm-hmm. right? Like anyone, any person can possess the trait of confidence. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Tate, he can—he's confident. Yeah. But he's a—he has a shitty personality. Well, it's also because he's like jacked, like he—he he, well, jacked, but like he's—he's—he mu- has muscles. 
He has abs. So how superficial you think girl? I mean, they're pretty superficial. This, but like also it's the world that he's in, right? Like the people he's dealing with, a lot of them are, they don't care how you look. It's like if you have money and he's always talking about his Bugattis. So, <laughs> so then I think the women that he keeps talking about are the women that he has chosen to surround himself with. Yeah, like... Like he keeps talking about, oh, high value man, low value woman, whatever. Well, whenever he talks about women he's talking about like specific yeah the ones that he chooses to surround himself in the manosphere in general they're usually talking about a very specific type of woman like the ones that they're usually denouncing or the ones that they're talking who who they feel like they can use or they feel like are using men are very specific type of woman like i think um there was a podcast do you have you ever heard of fresh and fit yeah so they had uh someone on uh, destiny another guy that i follow or uh streamer and they were arguing that they thought that like 40% of women are being fl- flown out to Dubai and they're and like in general. And he's like, he's like, that's clearly not happening. Like it's not a girl in the middle of Ohio, like in university who's being flown out. And they're like, yeah, there are, there are girls in like university and think that who, who think they can get high value men are like flying out to Dubai. And it's like their, their idea of um, what the general woman is like is so skewed. But that's why because like, they live in a place like Miami. Yeah, but but okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Like whenever I like I see these clips of Andrew Tate talking about women. Yeah. I don't get offended because I can't. I'm not the person that he's describing. Like Exa- who the type yeah. of woman he's describing? That's not me. Yeah. Like yes, is he condescending? A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. It you know is he generalizing a little bit too much? Because mm-hmm. I think he has surrounded himself around those types of women. Yeah. And he thinks that everyone is like that now, which is like a pretty close-minded view to have. Well, a lot of his views are very anecdotal, right? Like they're all based off of anecdotal evidence. Yeah. Like his whole like women driving thing or like uh, the woman pilot thing. I don't think I... Like how he said that if he saw a woman pilot, like he would immediately jump off the plane. I saw, and I know he listens to our podcast, but I saw one of our mutual friends, I'll tell you after. Yeah. Um, I saw one of our friends make this post uh that said like if he he doesn't trust women drivers yeah see so like and that if he if he had his way like he mm-hmm. would never get in a car with a woman and the only time that he does get into a car is if he doesn't have a choice like if he's traveling or something mm-hmm. um it's because like it, a lot of it's hard as a person to not rely on more anecdotal evidence than actual statistics statistics right because it I guess anecdotal evidence you could say is like what we would consider street smarts. Mm. If that makes sense. Where like, you're like, you know what? Because of my own experiences and the experience of people I know, like, even though it technically may not statistically make sense that this is the case, like I'm going to still avoid it or I'm not, or I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to complete basically avoid it just because, you know, I feel like it's better. What again, what do you call it when it's like, um, better safe than sorry. But I, I feel like a lot of people are like that, though. Like, if someone yeah, yeah. has a, a negative experience, like yeah. they would rather base their judgment and how they move forward based on their own ne- uh, their own uh, experience, yeah. right? Like, even if... But the issue hmm. is preaching that and saying, like, mm. that is the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, like, it's okay to have your own biases yeah. and your own prejudices. Yeah. But then when you start preaching those, 
to other people and saying like this is the reality yeah that's when it becomes the issue it's the reality for you yeah it's not the reality for everybody else though exactly and that's where that's like the crux of the problem that's the Mm. reason that everybody's so annoyed what's going on because like sure you can have these opinions everybody has opinions that not everyone is going to agree with yeah but then when you start preaching it and saying this is the only way or like uh this will um get you further in life or get you where you want to go that's when it becomes an issue yeah and i think it's safe to say i think a lot of people can agree that life is obviously not black and white now like Mm -hmm. we we can see that um it's very gray there's there's a lot of space for gray area Mm -hmm. in life and so just because something happened to you doesn't mean that that's a matter of fact and that's the way of life for everybody else Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna have their own unique individual experiences that's just how it is sometimes people have the same experience and they can relate to that Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's like set in stone fact you know yeah so that's why i feel like it's you have to be very careful with who you choose to um follow or like who you choose to uh put on a pedestal Mm. if that makes sense because like you have to pay attention to what they're saying and like whenever whenever i'm listening to someone and they're like preaching something i want to i want the evidence behind it mm-hmm. like in islam like we're not going to just when you're listening to, they give you the evidence behind it they tell you like okay this is why we think this way or like when they're teaching like you're not just going to believe it right away you have to make they give you the evidence behind it so you do have something to back it up right mm-hmm. so when uh people like andrew tate are saying these things but there's no like evidence or statistical evidence behind it and that's my biggest issue is that people say like oh statistics don't matter like they don't really show the reality situation sure like if you have like one study but if you have multiple studies that confirm something opposite to what someone is saying but you still continue to go with what he's saying which is what happened with a lot of the covid stuff too but you know we're gonna get into that um then that's when i start questioning like your own ability to make judgments and like i i, I start to look at people differently in that manner if that makes sense. You think they lack critical thinking skills? Yes. I'm going to say, yeah, you lack critical thinking skills. <laughs> because they're going and, against and you can the be grain? easily swayed. Like people sometimes will just go against the grain or if they see someone saying something that's different, they think that that's good. Like different can be good, but it's not always good. Mm. Yeah. Like going back to the Trump thing, like people liked yeah, him because he was that. saying something different. He wasn't doing, he wasn't following the norms, which can be good. But then when, someone's not following the north but they're also like preaching something that's completely made up or a false like it's not even it makes no sense like you have to still be like okay he's saying something different but is that still wrong like it's not it's not right yeah usually when you when you preach something new or something different than what is Mm -hmm. what the general population is used to you're going to be met with resistance you have to have proof behind all of your claims, right? Yeah. And then, then the resistance will ease up a bit, and then people—that's how you get followers. Yeah. Relating that back to the prophets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at least that's how I, because I'm always consuming stuff on the internet, mm-hmm. and like I'm following different people, and, but whenever I'm following them, like I, I filter them. Like I used to follow certain streamers on when it came to politics and these type of like social issues. I would listen to someone, but then, like, if, if I feel like they're getting too extreme, like, I would have to see facts behind it. And, like, if, if I feel like they're just, like, starting to follow one side, if that makes sense, like, they're not they're not really on middle anymore, then I'm like, okay, I don't I want to listen to this person. So I'm going to find someone new. And I kind of, like, filter my who I'm following 
that way. Wait, so you don't want them to to have a certain opinion? You'd rather no. When they have an opinion, like I want to see where they're getting it from. That's the reason I wouldn't fall for someone like Andrew Tate because like you can clearly tell what he's saying is very anecdotal and it's very extreme. It's very extreme on one end. If someone's extreme in a lot of their opinions, and this is what I'm trying to say, when you can kind of almost predict what someone's gonna say before they even say it, or like something happens and you can predict what they're gonna what their thoughts are gonna be on it. Then I'm like, okay, then I like, how can I trust what you're going to say if I can, if, if you're not critically thinking about the situation, like taking it as it is like, um, who's a good example, like Candace Owens, everyone thought like, you know, she's a very critical thinker. Like she's out of the, she's very different. She's, she's like a black, um, conservative and you don't see a lot of those. And she's like, um, supporting a lot of the Republicans, Mm -hmm. but then like. I think she was on a podcast with um, Joe Rogan mm. and she was giving a lot of these facts to back up a lot of things she was saying. But then when he brought up climate change, mm-hmm. she immediately was like, oh, that's all a hoax. And he's like, what do you mean that's all a hoax? Like there's clear evidence that there's some of this stuff is man-made. Like we're, we're contributing in some way. Mm. And she's like, oh no, blah, blah, blah. Like that's not the thing. And he's like, what did you just do there? And he called her out on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you were just preaching all these facts and give me all this information on these other topics we were talking about. And when I mentioned climate change, you immediately gave the uh, talking point that most conservatives would give. Yeah. And when he called her out on this, she's like, uh, but you know, like I don't really care too much about climate change. Uh, I don't know much about it or whatever. And he's like, then why would you give your opinion? Mm. And that's when you're calling, you're like, okay, this is someone who's starting to fall for like, the one team like they're doing that whole thing where like oh like i'm gonna just follow the points of one team well yeah she and probably has uh like media training too right like her publicist probably told her to say i don't know if she has a publicist like a lot of these people are like self-made at this point but oh. maybe she does but mm-hmm. um that's when you have to like kind of i think at that point that's when even joe rogan was like okay i don't know if i can trust everything she's saying now because she just gave me an opinion a very and she was very like like very hard on this opinion or like you mean stuck like fixated on fixated it? on this opinion and when he called her out on it she's like oh i like i don't really pay attention to all that like i don't know all the facts or that kind of thing he's like why would you give your opinion on something if you don't know all the facts when you're doing the same thing like how can i trust what you're saying now if you're just giving an opinion on something that you don't know about if that makes well, sense uh, you know i don't think that not everyone's going to have the facts to everything in life. Like sometimes people will just have an, an opinion, like we said before, based on their personal experience, mm-hmm. but they don't have any facts to back up. Like that's, that's just their opinion. Like that's just their opinion. They're not going to go. You should not do... have an opinion if you don't know the facts. Amir, but that's not how life works. But like, I can't trust you as a person. If you have an opinion on something, like if, if someone else gives you, if you have a trusted person that you follow and they maybe give you an opinion, you can have, you can say, okay, I like, this person said this so i'm gonna uh i'm gonna trust that what they said is right and i like that's gonna be my opinion now but like still at that point you shouldn't uh take that opinion and and like if especially if you have a following okay that's different though but i'm saying like i'm I'm talking about the average person yeah. right? like not everyone's gonna go and be like this is my opinion on it let me go and do like hard like let me go find hard evidence like not that many people do a lot of research like that's what you do because that's you right yeah but, like not like I promise you not that many people will go and research things. Some do because they, if they're interested in a topic or they, they're like, why do I think this way? And they research it, they'll mm-hmm. do that. Like we are that those types of people. But I don't think a lot of people are like that because I've come across people where they're, 
they have an opinion i'm like oh like i'm I'm picking their brain why do you think this way yeah they'll tell me a story of an experience they had yeah and i'm like oh but that's not like how it actually is and then i say my opinion Mm mm-hmm and I have my opinion for many different reasons. Either I've researched it or it's from my own experience too. Mm-hmm. And now we're just two people giving two opinions. But I can't now say to them, well, I don't trust anything you say now because you never pre- presented hard facts to me. I can't say that to them. Mm. You can't say that. Okay, then this is kind of strict to people with audiences who are preaching to other people then. So you're saying if you have someone with an influence. If you're just an, an person, uh, yeah, if you have an influence, then it, then it becomes kind of more... You're uh, saying like we have a responsibility. Yeah, you to, have more of a responsibility. If we're going to present some sort of opinion that we have to have a fact behind it or some sort of research or evidence. Yeah, you of should be why. able to back it up with something. So you're saying we can we actually can't have opinions unless we have some sort of research to back it up. Come on now. We can't. That's not possible. Not all of I, I never come like I don't always have research to back up my points when I talk. Maybe to you it's just because of the people I follow. If it's if it's something that's like. If I tell you, like, if I try to say, Amir, it is a fact mm-hmm. that if you, like, if I said, for example, if you, if you wear a mask during COVID, you won't catch COVID. That's a fact. You would be like, how? Give me the proof. Give yeah. me the, that wholeheartedly. I would never make such a statement like that without yeah. evidence. Right. Yeah. But if it's like, for example, I don't know. I can't think of something that like doesn't <laughs> require uh, research behind it. But like. Wait, like uh, an opinion or something? Yeah. Um, what was your first one? And you said like, oh, oh mass not wearing mass. Yeah, uh, you can say like, um, like I for example, for a fact know that like if you went outside in the winter without a jacket, like, like you could be like, I just don't get sick, and I'm like, Amir, that's impossible because everyone gets sick when they get cold. Mm-hmm. But your personal experience could be that you went outside with a jacket and without a jacket. Well, your opinion in that case would be like, oh, you don't need a jacket to go out in the cold. Yeah, you won't get sick. Yeah. But that's also would require evidence. I'll be like, but that's yeah, also but, common sense. <laughs> but the evidence would be that you went outside without a jacket and you mm. didn't get sick. I don't know if that works in this case. Does it work? Okay, no, but because it's because like, but that's the thing, right? Because like, I could go out without a jacket. Yeah, I get sick. You go out without a jacket, you don't get sick. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, well, my experience is that I got sick, you didn't. Yeah. So now we're arguing. Like, if you're about to go out, I'm like, I'm here. You should. I'm like, how many times do we actually have this conversation in real life? We're about to go out. You wear some paper thin jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in this big, like, sleeping bag looking jacket. And I'm yeah. like, I'm here. Go change. You're going to be cold. You're like, no, nah, I'm fine. We li- This is a real conversation. Okay, yeah, guys. yeah. That is a good example then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we've actually had this conversation. Yeah. And do you get sick? No. Mashallah. May Allah protect mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Say I mean. I mean no, but actually I was about to say, you know what? Actually, <laughs> the way you said I mean sounded so like robotic. Oh my! Like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, in my head I was thinking when you said that I was thinking I was like, actually maybe you don't need a jacket outside. Like now you're really thinking about it. Yeah, because like because you're thinking back to like, immune system. Yeah, have you seen those people like dip in the water? Have you heard of the Wim Hof method and all that kind of stuff? There's no, what's a Wim that? Hof, like breathing breathing method. There's a guy who's like in the middle of the Arctic who like can run outside naked and like goes into the water and swims around he like has the longest uh like underwater record or whatever something like that i don't know we'll, we'll, sorry no but he has like a method that he can teach to other people within a couple of days to be able to do what he does what's what what is it though like a breathing it's like a exercise? breathing meth- exercise where like it can like tra- you can train your body because he believes like mind over matter so what are you doing stabilizing your your heart rate or something uh, I'm not sure. It's like a mm. very, 
yeah, sort of. It's, it's more like stabilizing your breathing. I don't know. There's something he does mm. where basically you can train your body to like not feel the elements. So like you can be in a really, really cold environment, like out with no clothes on and you'll be fine. And he's like walked up mountains like that. Naked? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I feel like we've kind of milked that uh, topic for now. Yeah, there's a lot more maybe that later. That was a good conversation though. Yeah, to it. yeah. I don't know if the audience will like that. Well, you know, they might. They, they all they all can't be hitters, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we have one more thing. Oh shoot, we went on for a while there. We have one more thing. Should we add that as over. part of this episode? Because I feel like the ones listening. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Just listen to us too, or just listen to our reaction? Okay, guys. Uh, for you audio listeners, we're gonna end the podcast here. If you want to listen or watch the rest of this episode. Head on, head on over to our YouTube channel at Cousin Connection. Yeah. Do so that. like recorded. Go to your go to our YouTube channel to see the rest of it because we have um Yeah, someone so uh Philadelphia Cheese, is that the company? The Cream Cheese Company. Cream Cheese Company, they sent us this new uh cream cheese that they're gonna be coming out with. Yeah. Uh the name is a little problematic for us. As Muslims. As as Muslims. They called it a little taste of hell. Yeah. Um you know, it's basically like a really spicy cream cheese. It uses a ghost ghost pepper. Yeah, I believe it has ghost pepper in it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll clarify that in the actual video. Yeah, so if you want to watch us make a deeply regretful decision, just go on over to our YouTube channel because we're not going to make you listen to us chew on a bagel. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna end the audio here. Or you know, maybe I will keep it in. Really? We'll see. Yeah. You know what? See what you get. All right. We'll fine. see what we get, and uh, if you're lucky, you'll hear it at the end of this. If you we listen to the audio yeah but okay. we're just gonna end it here just in case yeah <laughs> and um yeah and hopefully we don't die yeah so we'll talk to y'all later thank you guys for listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on all of our socials cousin connection pod i know amir is biting his lip because he forgot to say all this and he was about to say bye and now he's holding his breath and on that note we're gonna end it here bye, bye. <laughs> oh my god